You're tuning in to Spectre Radio. Revisiting our favorite Star Wars movie moments and debate about scenes from the show. We're just three millennials flying our way through the galaxy through the eyes of the clones, Jedi, and bounty hunters. I'm Wyatt. I'm Andrew. My name is Alyssa, and we are... Spectre Radio. Radio. Magistrate. Hi, Magistrate. Yes, hi, Magistrate. Apologies. Your timing couldn't be worse. But it's just that there's someone here to see you. It can wait. But it's spoilers! Spoilers in the courtyard! Thank you, Hyde Magistrate and the Droid, for the spoiler warning. Again, this podcast contains adult content and spoilers. Our people are scattered like stars in the galaxy. What are we? What do we stand for? Being a Mandalorian is not just learning about how to fight. You also have to know how to navigate the galaxy. That way, you'll never be lost. Welcome to the port of Spectre Radio, gem of the Outer Rim. Our esteemed panel of hosts welcomes you and hopes your listening experience will be an enjoyable one. Welcome back. That was awesome. That was phenomenal. (laughs) Oh, that was awesome. That was like my best attempt at that droid walking around the port of Navarro, welcoming Mando and enjoy our black lava canyons and no it was it was very commercial blah, blah, blah. It was very good i feel like we were just about to walk through navarro if it was at like epcot and mm-hmm. that's kind of what you're hearing <laughs> as you're walking through that's Epcotians. really cool yes we are here to recap the season three premiere of the mandalorian we did it guys we're actually doing it mm-hmm. we're back, we're back. so andrew why don't you go ahead and hit us with the summary Chapter 17, The Apostate. As we rejoin Mando and Grogu after the end of the Book of Boba Fett, we find them on a new journey littered with side quests. Mando's main mission is to atone for his transgression of taking off his helmet, which is against the way of the Children of the Watch. Mando believes that Mandalore might once again be habitable after the Purge, and therefore he will be able to visit the mines and be baptized in the living waters to atone for his sins. Before he can take the trip, Din believes that he can rebuild IG-11 in order to help protect Grogu. During this side quest, they encounter pirates and Zellians, hey hey, and ultimately a killer IG-11. Then on Kalavala, near Mandalore, Mando catches up with bo who should be sulking in her sadness with some kind of vice to fit her brooding vibe. Mando asks her to join him in his clan's quest. She plays devil's advocate and says, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Thank you, Andrew, for that recap. That was a very, uh, very wordy. A lot of uh, new words. I tried tried to make it. Andrew just hasn't read out loud in a while. Hopefully (laughs) you can edit that and make it bearable. No. Anyway. Uh, um, uh, uh, uh. So uh, 
I guess let's take it into our first, um, I guess, official, unofficial um, segment of instant, instant reaction. 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 Let's throw that back in there. Why not? Yes. Um, that first cut scene when they were, I guess, I'll call it baptizing the the one the yeah. one kid. Uh-huh. Did, did anyone else get Florida vibes during that? No. The uh, gator thing coming out of the water trying to I, eat. I will I was, say I was baptized in a lake, so sorry, that is was, a very Florida thing. I was baptized in a church with air conditioning, so. <laughs> and I don't remember it because I was a child because I was also in a cult, the Catholic church. Um, <laughs> but no, I thought it was a flashback. Did anyone I else? I thought so too. I, I, was, thought that, I was like, I thought that it's was a 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I think how they, old is the armor? Really? I think John, right. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Like it could have very easily been a flashback because they don't show their mm-hmm. faces. So yeah, I think they wanted us to think that John Favreau, I think wanted us to think that because sure. the kid looked, I know, right. Looked very similar to like what we would think Mando would look like as a child. And they haven't shown us that yet. And they've done a bunch of ba- uh, flashbacks for book of boba fett and andor so it's like they did this as like a storytelling device that we got used to and so they were like here's a breadcrumb and then they pulled the rug out from under us well they have shown him as a kid before and he did look similar to that like like they showed like a couple second flashbacks i don't even in the first season like the first when when the clone wars was like on his planet like there were droids and then death watch shows up oh right also, if you noticed, like right before the alligator thing attacks, he <laughs> yeah, didn't. Okay. He didn't finish saying what he was supposed to say. So I'm like, his vows okay, or whatever, if, yeah. the, if this if this is Din, he never completed his vows. Right. So taking off his helmet isn't against, you know, the his right. his um his group. So I'm like, oh, yeah. but then of course here comes Din and the Naboo starfighter. I'm like, oh, yes. never mind. But there he is. is Blows that it up with Mando's a proton torpedo. Music? Mando. Mando. I also thought the armor was potentially building Grogu's armor because it was such a small piece of Beskar or metal. They never told us if it was Beskar. I'm just assuming it is. But because it was such a small piece of metal, I was like, oh my God, maybe she's making him a chest plate or something because they had they built him something right in the last thing and he chose it. uh... Yeah. Like a chain mail thing. But I'm like, maybe it's like an actual chest plate and like a helmet or something. But then when she was painting it, I was like, Oh no, it's way too big. So at first I um... thought it was for Grogu and was like, Oh my God, we, we got something like, you know, that would make sense. Even though Mando's like quote unquote exiled, that's still a foundling. And like, they would welcome him, I guess, but maybe that's, some foreshadowing there yeah usually um the the mandalorians like the reason you see them always getting like killed after one shot is because beskar is so rare that a lot of mandalorians don't even have any in their armor it's usually just regular durasteel and if they have some it's like diluted so a lot of like you notice like when din was doing missions for beskar and then turning it in back when he was still a part of the covert um you know, they said this is for the foundlings. This is the way. So also their children. So they should right. have the strongest armor. But also right, it's because right. they're foundlings. A lot of them will have more pure armor. That's why he, like Din is able to take like so many hits because his right. is probably some of the most pure in the galaxy. That so his his would be among the most among the most strong. 
So, so let's go. Let's go into Navarro. Mm-hmm. How much do we know? How much time has passed? They uh, he said it was John Favreau said it was supposed to be two years, but we don't know if that means it's been two years since they dropped you know a new episode of The Mandalorian, or if it's been two years since the end of The Mandalorian, or if it's been two years since he dropped Grogu off with Luke, or two years since he picked him up or since he came back from him, but there's a two years somewhere in there. Cause that feels like not organically growing the city that quickly. There's definitely some funding coming oh, yeah. from somewhere else. We mm-hmm. love gentrification. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- th- there's it. no way a city becomes that beautiful that quickly. So <laughs> in, 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 my, in my head, I'm like, is the Empire funding this? Like, is this mm-hmm. like a Palpatine? No, remember because he was saying he wanted it to be independent. So true, and they they yeah. are successful with all, all the mining that they're doing as well. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. So I mean that makes sense, but two years. I mean, granted, they have droids, so there's no labor loss. Oh, so can, you mean slaves? That with- <laughs> was terrible. <laughs> they were like holding the ends of his cape. Like, come on, yeah. my guy, what are you doing? If he you could have that for your wedding, no, you would, wouldn't no, you? No, I would no? not. No, they're sentient beings. Why would you be like, oh, yo? Gosh, droids are actually not sentient beings. Andrew, you're telling me R2-D2 doesn't have feelings? Uh, That doesn't necessarily make one sense. No, we lost Andrew. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So wait, I... feelings doesn't equal sentience? <laughs> His feelings are programmed, so by ones and zeros. Programmed. That's a whole nother episode. We'll come back. Oh to gosh, that. that's a whole nother debate that we don't have enough <laughs> film reel for that one for. <laughs> film reel. Um. Yeah. So what was I gonna say about Navarro here? Um. It gave me kind of like the Black Spire Outpost vibes with all the street vendors and like the food and stuff. It felt very similar mm-hmm. to that. We had a tree of monkey lizards. That was fun. Um, And then I was going to say about our high magistrate here (laughs) that he can't really decide what he wants because first he's like, oh, hang up your blaster, live off the fat of the land. And then two seconds goes by and he's like, just kidding. I need a marshal. Can you please kill these pirates for me. I think he was trying to like feel him out. Like, oh, maybe Mando yeah. feels like he's had enough killing. And then the second he's like, oh, he hasn't. Well, fantastic. Yeah. Cause I need I'm you like, to kill some more people. Maybe that's what he does with all these marshals that roll into his town that he's like, oh, I'm going to promise you all these great services and perks and benefits that my planet has to offer. And then all of a sudden, just kidding. I have a job for you to do that you can't resist because your background is... <laughs> in bounty hunting so it's like going to the military that you know our veterans and being like hey you should be a cop <laughs> it's like right. the same trope it's it's uh pretty funny how that art imitates life there <laughs> so andrew is, is this the first time we've seen this pirate clan uh probably okay yeah, I didn't. I didn't look them up at three in the morning when I watched this. I'm sorry, because <laughs> I didn't recognize any any of the names or any of the fighters they were using. No, I think they're just like some random outer rim pirates that think they're bigger than they actually are. Are we uh, hoping for a live action Hondo? I'm always hoping for a live action Hondo. 
I guess we're skipping two predictions now. No, no, not yet. Um, <laughs> no, not yet. No, I. We'll come yes, back to that. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, can we please talk about the the space pergles for a second? That was so cool. What did I just say about predictions? <laughs> I, I just want. Hey, I just want a reaction first, and then we'll talk about. I was okay. so happy. That you want so my happy. reaction? I was watching yeah. it in bed at my friend Jennifer's house, and I pulled the covers up and I snuggled them, and I was like, oh, "Mr. Purgles. I got way too excited. So did I. It was pretty cool. I knew I, what uh, it was immediately. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god!" I saw. Wow. I saw Adam this morning, and we were kind of debriefing and downloading it a little bit. And he's like, this is the perfect segue for the Ahsoka show. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. I think it's interesting. I mean, we're trying not to do predictions, but here we are kind of predicting. But I think it's interesting that they're starting to kind of already get the door open. Lay the foundation. yeah, Yeah, exactly. To weave these stories together. I mean, they already did it with Boba Fett, but still. Mm -hmm. a, A small part of me is like, hmm. That means possibly Thrawn. I that knew you were going to go there. Ezra. I oh, knew you're going there. You know me. I'm lucky yes, I don't have Thrawn I tattooed do. on me somewhere. I know. Come on. Yeah, when is that? I mean, happen? but that's isn't that the premise of her show is allegedly that she's going to be yes. looking for Thrawn? So yes. I mean, she's looking, yes. looking for Ezra, yeah. yeah. Well, Thrawn right. to, to, to get to Ezra. To get Ezra, right. Because isn't it the same timeline, like we're in the same area is what Ahsoka's supposed to be? I don't think I, they've officially think released the when it is. Yeah. I imagine it's picking up where she's been that we've seen her in live action. So, but they've yeah. already cast Ezra. They've cast Sabine. So we've got yeah. pretty much almost the entire. No, yeah, I think we they know cast Hera too. They did cast Hera. Yep. There's going to be Chopper. We're going to get a live action Chopper. Oh, yes. Uh, we had a live God. action Chopper barely in Rebels. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Not uh, in Rogue One. Excuse me. Yes. Briefly. It was, it was just for a second. Which, which means we might get the ghost back again, even though we had it briefly at the end of episode nine. Oh, yes, that's right. You think we'll get a live action Zeb? Isn't Yo, Zeb oh, I wouldn't uh, be ready for on that. his home planet? That's where uh, we left him. At some point after the war. Right. So, That'll be season two of Ahsoka. Well, it could be. But <laughs> Zeb show. I, I just hope they do a good job with him because what they did for the Grand Inquisitor in Obi-Wan sucked considering we've seen someone <laughs> of his species before in episode Stop. three and it was really good. Right. So, so to segue back to um, reactions, can we give a moment for the Anzellians if we're talking about species we've seen in a different episode before? <laughs> that was so cool. I was so happy they were there. Hey! And he like kept having to translate because he misheard like one word. He's like, no, no, no I, I, I got the rest. That no, was I, so annoying and so hilarious at the same time. I just it's love like, that Mando's like sitting like in in their uh, yeah. um, in their house, almost like a, a full grown adult sitting in like a kindergarten class. Yeah. yeah. Kind of what it felt like. It's like Alice in Wonderland. Or like a, <laughs> like a kid's like pillow fort. You can like barely yeah. fit in there as an adult. Yeah. I thought Grogu's reaction to the Anzellians is like our reaction to Grogu. Because he was just like, ah, oh my God. Like the moment but he saw them. At least he didn't try <laughs> to eat them. That's what I was going to think. Do you think Grogu's trying to eat them? Because no. they're frog like. No, you could tell he was just like, thought it was a pet. Like. Mando said, like, it's not a pet, put it down. And I just, I just loved having them back. I'm so glad. Like, I just love them so much. I told Andrew, I like asked my bridesmaids to be a part of the bridal party with 
these cards that have ba- Babu Frick on them that say, I freaking love you because we're incorporating Star <laughs> Wars into our wedding. And there was, there's only like one bridesmaid, Emily, who knows anything about Star Wars. The rest of them are like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, it's okay. Um, that they would not know who Babu Frick is. So Cameron wrote, my man, Babu Frick. My man, <laughs> Babu Frick. But yeah, I love how they, these ones, te- I from what we could see, I guess, speak a little bit better, mm-hmm. um, speak more English, I guess, than the other ones. But right. I just love how I said, no, no, can't fix the the broken the broken the broken is the broken, is broken. <laughs> this one I've, destroyed is poodoo i feel like that's how i communicate with my spanish-speaking customers right very basic simple words just to get the point across <laughs> why there's like no no es malo muy malo <laughs> muy that's malo. all he can say but yeah they were just like he was like no he's a baby he doesn't understand and he's like bad baby i was like oh my god <laughs> This is the cutest thing ever, but do you guys think that was Grogu's? I mean, when he's like, no, squeezy, no squeezy, squeezy, I died. I think that was his cutest moment, Mm -hmm. but there, I had three other ones that I thought were cute. Did you guys catch the other cute moments? Was that when he's spinning around in a chair? He was using the force Mm -hmm. to swivel around in an office Care. And I'm gonna guess your third one was when he snuggled up with Mando when he was sleeping in the the, the lap nap, as yeah. I'm gonna call it from now on. Oh my god, the lap nap that was adorable. <laughs> and then he found those like I don't know if they were like red candies or like pomegranate seeds M&Ms. or what M and M's, but he he was eating snacks again as so always. Cute. So yeah, freaking you know, cute. he's he's young, he's only 55 years old. I know 55 years young, just a baby. My man, he's a baby. I, I did have yeah, go no, ahead. Sorry, no, no, I was gonna ahead. ask you a question, Andrew. Please. Um, why do you think like Paz Vizla told them to if I'm kind of going back to the beginning here, told them to flee or told them to fight instead of flee against the giant crocodile situation? I was surprised because then he kind of hesitated and then he was like, take to the skies. And then everybody used their rocket packs that they like so conveniently forget that they have. (laughs) And then forget Um, that some of them have missiles on their rocket packs. Yeah. And like after you blast something like that, like two or three times, why do you keep shooting if it's not working? Like it it just seemed kind of useless. Retreat and regroup. Come up with like the things. Nobody was aiming for the eyes. Yeah, like it the just one thing or was, yeah. inside the mouth. Or... Like, what kind of cult is this? It's not. And I, I know that they don't. <laughs> it's not well, productive. Actually, I was about to say, I know that people in Star Wars don't know how to fight a dinosaur. And then I thought about it. I was like, wait, the mythosaur in Mandalorian culture was a dinosaur. From that's like uh, yeah, that I symbol guess. is a mythosaur. Yeah. So the the most exposed and softest portion of a dragon is where its underbelly. Our belly. And yeah. Right. They shot its armor and back. Right. On, yeah, and Mando ended up shooting it in the gut pretty in much the, gut. the side so the, the, the proton and then we had That's then we needed. had the freaking like crate dragon meat all over again yeah <laughs> so i was like i was like oh look there's an intro a, a whole year i'm sure pretty, yeah i just thought that much. was interesting that like somebody was a gator snack and then they did the whole crocodile roll alligator death roll that yeah. we're all too familiar with in florida mm-hmm. and it was just like Florida man could have beaten this. They should have known thing. that they had to zigzag. <laughs> right, exactly. Go up the tree. 
zigzag on your way there. You guys are confirming my first point that that was more Florida than what you think it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at I... first I didn't get that vibe. I was too distracted by the the jump back, but I thought they this episode. I don't know how you guys felt, but it felt like a not a huge deviation. But I don't know if you get this sense, but it's like it feels more like a movie quality now to me. Like when they came in. And they had that signet. They had the, um, Andrew, you just said it, what it was, sorry. The mythosaur. Thank you. They had the mythosaur signet on the wall and the blue flames. And like, we're getting more in her workshop. That like, we haven't gotten that kind of movie quality. You know, it's been really good high budget, like graphics mm-hmm. and everything. Sure. That's great. But like, we're getting more world building here. It's a bigger budget. There's more storytelling. It it's was more definitely in noticeable. Like these cultures we're, we're exploring more. We get to see the armor, like actually kick some ass, which we haven't really seen. Like we've only seen her in like these training montages. We've never really seen her in battle, right? And I don't being think. judgmental. Yeah. yeah, I mean, being a cult leader, what else is new? Um, but yeah, I just, I thought that was really cool. We got like the camera angle, like it was a GoPro attached to a helmet. That was like yeah. facing down when someone was flying. The I don't quality think really that helped before. make up for the fact that this this was not my favorite season intro for Mandalorian. Like it no. was not remotely bad at all. It was great, but as far as like season openers go, like the the first season was obviously great. Yeah, the second season was obviously great. So I think that like for me, this didn't. I don't. I don't know if it was supposed to. It didn't feel like a season opener. It just felt like another episode in the middle it felt like a filler well it didn't i mean maybe it kind of felt like a filler but i meant more like it felt like it wasn't the first episode it, but again feels, this is episode 17 that's fair it so. feels more like it's a mid-season or not not necessarily a debut i thought it was good to catch people up and then like build the foundation because it the whole purpose of the armor scene was like if you didn't watch Book of Boba Fett we're gonna fill you in on everything you effing missed basically without giving you all the cool shit you missed and just yeah. fill you up on the plot point without to, to, without basically. yeah exactly so yeah i mean i i can see that i thought it was a really good solid episode to kick it off but i could see how because there were so many storylines woven in and we went to three different planets in one episode that doesn't necessarily feel like the premiere episode we saw in season one mm-hmm. where we're like we stayed in one place the whole time pretty much right mm-hmm. we met like the foundational characters there wasn't a lot of development or anything whereas like this one we're starting to see the character development yeah because like, we've established Mando all the called the droid his friend mm-hmm. can we just appreciate he said i need a droid i can trust yeah mm-hmm. no and then at the end he said to the anzelians this is my friend yeah i need you to fix my friend and i was mm-hmm. like oh my god my heart the he man just, who hated droids the man who hated droids and didn't trust them is now yeah. like no he's my friend so yeah is it a perfect episode absolutely not is it better than season two premiere i think so yeah. it's it's hard to i think it's way too difficult i don't think anything could beat the pilot mm-hmm. but no, i think that's i like one of the best openers i think we've had no mm-hmm. for sure and i think i liked this one slightly more than season two just because it didn't stay in one place for too long. You got the creature, you got- It's true, you it's know, true. This you got moved the build up more, for like for sure. where the end is going and we know it's not going to go that way. So yeah, 
We'll I, get I can agree with that. Predictions on that shortly, but can we can we talk about how Bo-Katan uh, get uh, shifting gears a little bit here? How Bo-Katan's like your cult um, destroyed Mandalore. I was like, they are the children of the Watch. The Watch was the Death Watch. You were Death Watch. <laughs> so, like, not to yes. not, not That's a that great not, point, Andrew. There's not, not, not a just, lot of logic like this, going around this not this was not a logic. situation where plot math holes, is hard holes, because like not a plot hole in this case it's not hard yeah like, i i get that she broke off from them and like she's not a heartless killer anymore right like she has developed in her own way but and she's like probably atoned for certain things that she's done but she's still in the denial phase of the crap of the fact right. that she did that crap and some and, of that was her fault and at the same time she believes all these rules and traditions and strictures around the dark saber mm. and that she has to follow that, but says Mando's an <sighs> idiot for following. I think part his of that traditions, is, his rules, his I strictures. Think, I don't think she subscribes to it as much as we think she does. I think she does to a point, but it's the fact that nobody will follow her if she doesn't do it. Right. I think, I think her viewing everyone else's belief on how strong they believe it. It's kind of like why she has to do it. Yeah. So, because I, I think that, I, I think you're right to a point. Like, I think she does value it too much, but I don't think it's quite that much. She, yeah, I, I love, I love the character. For I sure. would say she does value it a lot though, because I feel like the other component that they haven't really introduced yet, they, I mean, they, I guess they briefly mentioned it in season two was that this is like basically her kind of, seeking out restitution or vengeance or whatever for her sister. So I feel like that's another piece of it where it's like she won the dark saber for her sister. So her sister could rule Mandalore. It's like a whole family thing. And then, you know, her sister, spoiler alert is gone. So is dead. So it's kind of like her way of seeking, you know, some kind of justice well, it's not even way. necessarily about justice. I mean, part of it's like that, but also she's part of the reason her sister is dead. Right, exactly. Because they it's were like working guilt. with Maul. Yeah. yeah. It's I think it's more I think some of it's justice, but also I think some of it's guilt. Yeah, it's but pride. also I, it's a lot of things. I think she's a little bit less of a killer than she used to be, which means she's probably For taken sure. on slight aspects of her sister to honor her. Yeah, I mean, I may, be re- I may be reading a little bit here. No, I, I would, could see I, that. I would hope so as well. Yeah, so I could see that. I, I think it's I think it's a little bit of justice. I think it's a lot of atonement, and I think it's like some to try to honor her. Yeah. So I think that's one of the reasons. I think all three of those is like why it's so important to her, aside from the yeah. fact that it's just a cult, right? So also many- was I. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, how many drinks down was she when Mando showed up? What do we think? All of them. <laughs> She, that, that bottle was just, just behind the throne. Homegirl was like hitting the bottle hard that day, it seemed. So she needed it. Was I the only one that forgot that Mando had Darksaber until they mentioned yes, it? Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, I didn't forget. I was just like, where, where, where is it? I said yeah. the same thing. I Sorry, I'm bumping my mic. I'm getting excited. I said the same thing. I was like, where is the Darksaber? Because like he's not, I mean, and I don't remember who I asked. It. Right. I think I asked Alex and he was like, it's on its hip, on his hip. It's and in I was like, somewhere. I don't, yeah. yeah, of course. But I'm like, I don't know where, where do you keep that? How do you keep that safe? 
Because it's well, like I mean, finders the, keepers. Well, he's got all potatoes. of his. He's got all of his like wrappings, like his his you know whatever you call that a tunic underneath. Yeah. So he probably just has like some like some flap over it kind of thing. He's also yeah, very heavenly and openly armed. So do you think other people are questioning it? And he's you know blaster. No, but I'm just saying extent. it's like it's like having the infinity stones. It's like the most sought after thing in the galaxy. Like I don't know. That's why the infinity. Infinity stones were scattered to begin with, so that mm-hmm. way, but you, know, you, you it heard, was less of a threat. You heard Bo ask, "Do you still have the dark saber?" Yeah. So she she wasn't sure whether he still wielded it or whether he pawned it in a pawn shop or lost it in battle. Right, that's fair. I mean, you know, I wonder he, if that's any kind of foreshadowing of him destroying so. it or something. Like, well, I um, hope. I hope that what what transpired there is what kind of sets the stone for him appreciating it more and him learning how to properly wield it, especially yeah. I mean, that he's, he's got tried. a bad one that's force sensitive. Who knows? I mean, we they can taught, see Grogu. They taught, Sabine, they taught Sabine how to wield it. Mm-hmm. And the you more heard you... it here first. Wyatt says that Grogu is going to wield the Darksaber. My God. And I think it was Ethan Fowler that also <laughs> said that he wants to see Grogu in full like Mandalorian chainmail as well. Yeah. While wielding the uh while wielding the Darksaber. Wielding Darksaber. Perfect. Apparently That's- it's very heavy. So I'm like, how can it this- gets lighter as you connect with it? Force, I guess. Oh, right. Fair enough. Yeah, m- remember the training oh montage in, in Rebels? Can you imagine Grogu leading Mandalore? And <laughs> they can't even form two words. Oh my god. I would say if Filoni had his way, it'd be possible, but Filoni does have his way, so it is possible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is this is true. We're getting into the Filoni-verse. But, but go in, but we should tail this back and kind yeah. of more focus on the sh- this show versus going back to Rebels and mm-hmm. Clones and all that. So where we where we left off, obviously, <laughs> obviously Mando's on a mission. He's been given a mission by himself. Man on you know, a mission. He, he wants to he wants to atone for his for his sins. It's not a mission, mistakes. but it's not from God. <laughs> so, Andrew, where do you think how successful do you think he's gonna be to reignite Mandalore and to kind of take it back over? Uh, I don't know. I we we saw a few glimpses of the night of a th- I keep wanting to say the trail of tears, the night of a thousand tears. So <laughs> <laughs> every time. Thank you so much to the American school system. For teaching us the powerhouse of the cell and the trail of tears. That's all we can, I, can remember. I had a coworker. I used to <laughs> I, I used to call him like a nickname and he would give me a nickname. He'd be like, ah, what's up, Mr. Andrew Jackson? I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like Garfield or anybody else. <laughs> what's up, like, Mr. Mitochondria? And he just goes, why? I was like, I'm like, that's the trail of tears, a-hole you just called me. I'm like, no, <laughs> we ain't doing that. I was like, he was an awful person. But anyway, uh, oh go back to it. Um I'm not sure how successful he's going to be. I want him to be successful, but it looked like the Empire was fairly successful, but we haven't seen it other than flashbacks. Yeah. So I know, I, I'm pretty sure we've seen like glimpses of the dome city of Sundari broken. So in the past, in Clones and, and Rebels, we've seen Mandalore. It's like basically barren with like small dome cities and then Sundari. That's because their planet has been ravished for thousands of years. It used to be lush green it is barren now because what the empire did has happened several times and they've done to each other and the jedi did and the sith did and this and that so i i'm really hopeful that he can do it i'm i'm curious to see how that's going to go 
I don't um, think we'll get it in this season if we do, because that's a lot to unpack in just eight episodes when we had a lot of I think, big names I think he'll dropped. baptize. I think he'll baptize in this season. I don't um, know. I'm, so not even, sure, I'm not sure what it'll be, but... Even if he does, he do you think the armor is going to believe him? I think... <laughs> he if, said if he if provided it was, proof. Right. I think if it was possible, then yes, but I feel like they're leading us to this again. It's kind of like the whole is Grogu going to be a Jedi thing. It's like, is he going to follow this cult? And I really feel like what they're leading us to is like a whole new way, a whole new clan, a whole new religion, whatever that Mando's eyes are going to be open in some way, shape or form to be like, I can't believe I was in this cult for this long and followed this stuff and thought it was okay because He's he was see if there's another way. brainwashed as as Bo Katan said, and like he was indoctrinated to think this was the only way. This is the way, and then like as a as a someone that's supposed to be your family, you make a mistake. You want to make up for it, and now they're saying the one and only way that you could be forgiven is no longer an option. And there's no plan B. There's no bylaw. There's no getting the board of directors together or, you know, whatever to find another way, then it's like, how is that your family? Grogu's more of your family. That's your found family. And there's something more to be said about that and the connection you have with Bo-Katan and the other Mandalorians, right? right? Or these other bounty hunters, these other folks. I feel like Mando knows that he's by himself with what he does. I don't think- Oh, for sure. He knows he doesn't have the support from Bo. He doesn't have the support from the armor. I really don't think he has the support from from the the high magistrate. I, I think this- I think well I I think the high magistrate's a little bit more of his friend than the rest of his people. But sure. I I can agree with that. I think he's on his own. But I think part of what he's hoping for is not just to be Mandalorian in name again. He he said I'm going to find out if our planet is really poisoned. So he has as much as he didn't join Bo-Katan and trying to liberate Mandalorian, bring it back or whatever last season i think he still has a vested interest in it and it's it's on his radar to care about but he has to handle his stuff first like he's he's a father like he's a good father he has to do that first so i'm i'm wondering if if it's if it's like a dual purpose not only so that he could be baptized but if he can scout out a way that he can tell the mandalorians this is how you bring the planet back or whatever that's yeah that's what i think if the planet is restored and then the mine is not accessible for some reason, then it's going to lead to this is the setup for season four and the quest of fixing that. But I, I really feel like they're building all these stories and characters to kind of lead into a new direction where it's like my thought is more of we got a taste of the armor's power and this group and how there were what? I don't know, 50 Mandalorians, something like that. And they couldn't take down this giant creature. And Mando comes in with two people and takes him out by himself. You know what I mean? Granted, he had an advantage. He was in the Naboo Starfighter. But it's like, this is kind of showing us, like, if if Mando goes against 50 people, I mean, we saw him go against eight pirates, you know, and four pirates and all these folks. And he can hold his own against these large groups. And I feel like they're building this story to be like a fight against the armor and the children of the watch with him and Grogu and the other Mandalorians or the pirates or 
it's almost like it feels like to me, like, especially when he said this droid is my friend, that they're almost like giving us a taste of like this new grouping. Right. So it's kind of like um, the Spectre crew or like, you know, the original um, gr- group, right. The fa- Fab Five or whatever you want to call with 3PO, R2D2, Luke, Leia, Han and Chewie. That's six. Right. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I'm Fab Five from Disney on the brain, but. I feel like that's kind of where they're leading when it's like you have the creature, you have Grogu, you've got the Mandalorian, then you have Boba Fett on the table, Fennec Shan, you have Bo-Katan, you've got, you know, all these people on the board, the magistrate, you got Pelimoto, she's like your engineering person, mm-hmm. right? You're kind of laying out all these people. We used to maybe have Maybe you get a pirate. Yeah, we had Cara Dune, right. But maybe they're building it up to be like, this is going to be their new, this is the new group. That's the new guardians of the galaxy. Oh my so, God. And plus you got Ahsoka and then her old right. Spectre crew, like you said. So, so there, there was another name that was dropped that I'm sure rang your ears when they said it, but they, they talked about him for a brief second and then moved on. What do you think the chances of Moff Gideon making another entrance? I think he'll oh, be in I, this season. Yeah. I think I'm hopeful. I think he definitely will. And I think that's that's why they're name dropping these characters because we haven't seen them and they need to explain why. Do you think he'll be the antagonist in this? No, I don't think no, so. No, I think no? he'll show up. He might. I don't think he'll. I don't know. I, part of me thinks that at some point he'll get freed somehow. I'd or like maybe I'd like <laughs> baby Grogu to wash him at some point during this season. But like, so it's, I mean, <laughs> either him? he gets yeah, like that man got washed. Like he got oh, wrecked. Oh, I thought it meant like like could he gave him like a sponge bath or something like that. No, that's a whole you're other like, show. You're like you have you have very. We're going Disney after taste. dark over there. Yeah, um, no. Well, either he's going to get freed or he's going to be that villain in prison that they visit. So it's there's there's only two ways that's going to go. <laughs> and if he gets freed, then he'll probably uh, not be in the, the prison. <laughs> well, if he gets freed, they'll probably be in the Ahsoka show. If oh, that makes after, sense. That if she's makes going sense. after Thrawn and they're still a part of the same, you know, fractured empire, if you will. Right. Um, that like, because in my mind, he like kind of works for Thrawn. Like Thrawn yeah, is an admiral sense. or a grand admiral. In, and, yep. in, in a hierarchy. That's yeah, grand right. admiral but, to you. I mean, but, well, I mean, if he came back, <laughs> if he came back while the emperor was alive, his ass would probably be demoted. Correct. Um, and he would have to work his way back up. Um, but I mean, a moth is like kind of, so a moth is both a military and a uh, a civilian role. So right, he technically right. kind of outranks in certain respects Grand Admiral Thrawn, but in some respects Thrawn outranks him. Mm-hmm. And Thrawn probably has a larger army and fleet than he does. It's probably so, like a governor versus like a president. Like a governor can govern his state the way he wants. It's it's more of a governor versus uh, a general. Or or okay, yeah, yeah that's, it's, that's it's more of a governor a, versus a better a general, contrast because yeah. a, the governor can call him the national guard, correct, and he yep. can like give orders to military superiors also. But a general, it's like in some respects, it's like neck and neck, right? So, so but I think I think just as as smart as Gideon is, Thrawn's mm-hmm. just smarter, and, and also I, we just want the actor back as well. We very bad for sure, back. for sure, and I think if we're still on the topic of the dark saber. That's where he's still in the mix. If that's still on the table, that's his motivation. And obviously just screwing with 
Bo-Katan and trying to like just I, ruin her life. I don't know how much of a motivation it was. I, in my mind, he had the dark saber as a way of controlling the Mandalorians and keeping them divided. So it's, I don't think so much because he doesn't get any power no, out of it right. other than keeping them from having power. And it is, right. I guess it's a symbol of badassery, but it's not like he's walking around the galaxy flaunting no. it. Like, right. Cause like, he couldn't find leather goods, right. treat yourself. Like, is that not what's going on here? <laughs> so sorry. I've got to have a Parks and Rec, Rec, um, Rec reference. But so I definitely think that was part of it. But I think he got that when the Empire was still in charge. So, and it would, it served them to have the Mandalorians divided. I mean, now that the Empire is trying to rebuild, yeah, but the Mandalorians yeah. aren't their biggest problem. Even sure. if the Mandalorians came together and attacked them, even with their small fleet they had, it's not on their radar as much right. as the New Republic. So it's... I, I And as far as predictions go, if he shows up, I think we're going to see more of that that cloning stuff. Because remember oh, yeah. that episode they, in season they dropped that. They dropped that plotline pretty quick well because you remember snoke was a clone right it was just twisted dna of whatever so was and palpatine. palpatine well i think he was like twisted dna of palpatine and, and other things and palpatine like used the force to like give him life and speak through him right but palpatine but, in the comics was cloned and all of that yes too, and then so. and then his body in episode nine right. was a clone right so and then his just essence which they never explained <laughs> no um somehow palpatine returned, returned. God, that was somehow. garbage writing it was, um yeah. well that i think we're gonna see uh, yeah and we made it better somehow um so, so i think we're gonna see some of that cloning because i think it's a step in the right direction not to spoil the bad batch uh for you but um at the end of the first season of bad batch you know we saw them take the kaminoans somewhere the remaining kaminoans somewhere Mm-hmm. And we got in this last episode that dropped on the same day as this, they're doing some more things with cloning. And this is the Empire. Now, obviously, this takes place 25 years prior, but it just shows how long the Emperor has been trying to perfect cloning. Right. That makes sense. So I don't I don't think it's a coincidence that no. this dropped, that the episode that dropped the same day as this has cloning in it. Right. And they've had cloning talked about in this. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm curious to see how much of a thing that's going to be personally. Yeah, and the armor knows that he has the dark saber, right? Because they were helping train. I don't him. know. Yeah, remember uh, they yeah. were like they showed it in uh, Book of Boba Fett when he yeah. went and visited her and oh, passed. Right, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she was helping him learn how to use it. But I I don't understand why she wouldn't be focused more on that than the whole like, hey, you made a mistake thing. But. Because she's so brainwashed about her thing. Yeah, that's true. So I know my answer to this question. I'm pretty sure you guys know my answer too. But Jar Jar Binks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. There was a girl at Epcot yesterday who had a Jar Jar Binks backpack. And I I was like, oh my God, where did you get it? It was a lounge fly. It was amazing. Which means it's expensive as well. Yes. Um, Do we think we're going to get another Luke Skywalker appearance in this? No. Or do you think we're done with that? I think we're done. Uh, if he shows up, anything, I think it would be in Ahsoka. Ahsoka, yeah, Ugh. I was gonna say. Well, I don't think he'll be. Why a main is character. why is that? Bleh, I don't think quiet. he'll be a main character in Ahsoka, but it would no, be nice so. because he said, "Am I ever gonna see you again?" Oh yeah, because that would be kind of nice given hates, their hates connection with Anakin. No, I she don't can, hate Luke. He, We've he, been over this in every podcast, Alyssa. She can tell him about her father that he's only ever been able to get any time that he communes with Obi Wan, who's right. now one with the Force. But we don't even know if he could still do that because at this point in the Legends books, 
five years after Endor, Obi-Wan moves on in the force. Like it's, it's like a, a higher plane of existence. He's getting like further away from our plane of existence. So he's like, Luke, you and I won't talk again for a very long time. And I think it's only like in the future when Luke attains a higher level of like force sensitivity and and training that he can communicate with Obi-Wan in the future. But at this point, if you go year to year, we don't even know if he can commune with Obi-Wan anymore. Right. So it would be nice for her to tell him about, hey, this is who your dad was. Like he was a wonderful person. I mean, so, didn't I, she kind of start to do that? In the other she time? started to. I yeah. mean, that she was the only to, time. But... That was like the only time they basically met, kind of thing. Yeah. So right. it, I wouldn't want him to be a main character as much as I like Luke Skywalker, and as much as I like Legends Luke Skywalker, I wouldn't want him to be a main character. So That's personally, fair. right? Well, I mean, there's lots of. I mean, this is just the season opener, and if we have any correlation with what's happened in the past this could go in any direction yeah i mean I have, mando yeah. mando's definitely been the show to definitely drop some of those like holy crap moments like can we, we brought up earlier with the the uh the pilot series nobody saw grogu Mm-mm. appearing in this and not a chance it took the world by storm it still is yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um yeah i, I was almost <laughs> trampled at hollywood studios the day that they premiered this week like mm-hmm. it was insane adults so, children yeah, everybody am. wanted to You're see Grogu so, brave. so let's recap <laughs> Mando's mission real quick from beginning okay. to end so you know originally he's a man he's a he's a bounty hunter uh he's supposed to kill this kid he decided not to he brings it to to the empire he kidnaps him back and decides I'm gonna find his people and then we were a little unclear on whether or not he was bringing him to people who look like him or to Jedi. And then he, then it became, Oh, I have to find other Mandalorians who can guide me through the, you know, the networks of stars who know more about the galaxy than I do. So I can find his people. Then he finally finds a Jedi. She says, no, finally a Jedi shows up who says yes. And now baby Yoda Grogu says, no, I want to be with my adoptive father. So now yeah. they're together. My daddy. So, but in in that interim, we saw him go back to bounty hunting. Right. So this is what he knows, it's, it's, and it's what he's good at. Which it, which his ship is great for just him and Grogu. But as I've said before, it's not a bounty hunting ship. No, not when you it, take people alive. It's a fight. <laughs> if if all you do is kill everybody, then I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter. But I mean, like even trunk space, like just there isn't any. Exactly. Trunk so, space. That's what I'm saying. So. He's got what, a car seat. What I is mean, his role no now? Like he, his mission now is to get baptized. Yeah, but what's his step after that? Just to be a Mandalorian in name, or is he, like, is he? Name, I can't settle status. down now, but I will after. Or is it? I want to help liberate and you know bring back Mandalore. I think that's it... the main point, Andrew. Right? Is like mm-hmm. it, he's so focused on the short term that when he finally stops to catch his breath, he's going to be like, "What am I doing this for?" Yeah, because I'm in this cult and this is what somebody told me I should be doing. Like, what do yeah. I actually want to do? That's probably going to be like the like episode three or four, like turnaround point where he's like, we'll what see. am I? I don't know. I don't even know if that's going to happen this season. That Yeah, I feel like it would be later on, I guess. But I feel like there's so much more to happen that they laid the groundwork for just in the first episode, whereas in the past, 
they give us these side side quests like a breadcrumb trail in the first episode and this one we had like a couple side quests in the first one yeah that kind of branched off when we started these little side stories and now he's got to go step by step and explore them so he was like leaving navarro and said to the high magistrate you know keep ig11 safe so in my mind i'm like okay the pirates are going to come back and steal ig11 and that'll be a whole episode where he's got to do something there because now I want to see to... those pirates again because they're yeah. actual oh, we pirate like sure will I feel like we for sure will because it was they such said a short... vast I mean honestly they're and the they're one got the, their really leader pirates. has like something wrong with his leg like this this is awesome he's like, like made out of seaweed or something exactly oh I mean I was like Davy Jones is that you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I feel like that was such a obvious foreshadowing that like yeah <laughs> I got a bad no, feeling about this. There's like, no way we're know? not going to see them again. They were in too yeah, much of the episode. That was awesome. Exactly. It's like, I, I just feel like that's part of it where it's like, keep him safe. And then all of a sudden, guess what? It's not going to be safe when he comes back and he's going to have to like, you know, in this next episode, he's going to go probably visit Pelimoto to find I, I was about part. to say, are we going to see her again? Like, I would assume that's where we're going. I don't Where are you going to find an obscure part from these for these anzellians i would say and then he's going to come back with the part and then the body's going to be gone and he's going to have to something right it's not maybe exactly that but now i wonder that if I it's gonna so i picture i picture lots a lot better i and picture like, ig11 getting off of kidnapped and like the anzellians try to fight them off like eh, 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 yeah like trying to <laughs> and they just like get swept aside it it, it, it kind of reminded me of that thought reminded me of like men in black 2 when yes. Will Smith comes back and like the little lizard guys. Yeah. Like, oh, we tried. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so actually the language they were speaking in that movie was Hatice, by the way. It is, oh, that is canon. Um, I love that. So I, I, I like sense. kind of picture the Anzellians spread out. Right. Uh, no, yeah. poodoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That goes poodoo. But yeah, that and it's like Mando is now, you know, really taking his role seriously as this clan leader in the clan of two where He's got Grogu in his lap and he's like, and this is your dashboard. And he's teaching him how to pilot the ship. So I'm like, are we going to see Grogu flying the ship at some point? You know, is, and like you, you said, like are we going to see him help Mando wield the dark saber? So it's no longer just like lone, lone wolf and cub or like dad and son. I'm it's also be curious. More of this partnership if, moving forward. Yeah, like, for sure. I feel like it would be hilarious if it's like, the Remy and Linguini trope where it's like Grogu is like manipulating Mando with the force to use the, the dark saber or something. Whereas like Remy's helping Linguini cook. I just, I can't, that's just what I'm picturing. I'm, I'm curious if we're going to see any more of like the state of the new Republic. No, I know that yeah, doesn't they're fit starting, in this show. So I feel much. like they're starting to talk about it though, because yeah. like he was saying, like we want to be an independent trade post. Da, 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 da. Well, normally I wouldn't even worry about it showing up in this show because they had a Rangers of the New Republic show planned. Pretty sure oh. that's scrapped. Yeah, that's probably not happening. Um, like originally it was oh, like, yeah. oh, Cara Dune is going to be in that, and then so she's no longer going to be doing that. Um, so I, I think Hera was slated to take her place like as being a ranger of the new Republic. Cause she is a general at this point. She has her own like ship and she's in charge of fighter squadrons. It's really cool. Right. But I don't even think they're doing the show anymore. And I was like, okay, well at least they're having a rogue squadron movie, which they're also not doing anymore. I'm like, dang, I'm like, you guys are like DC right now. Get your crap together. But like, 
So I'm just I'm curious if they're going to transfer what they were going to show of the New Republic into this show. So we'll just have to see. Right. So many good predictions. We'll see what happens. Lots of good. That's what I love about when we talk about it after the first episode is that we literally no clue on where it could go. And like, like I talked about before, the uh, the d- many directions they could take it and we'd soak it in no matter what direction they take it. Yeah. Oh, for and sure. We love it. And that's what I really love about this franchise is that we have so many little things going on and it's so it's so easy to get like surrounded by it and really to just dive into it which you know obviously is what you know attracted us to to, to start talking about it and mm. record our thoughts and anybody listening is crazy enough to listen to us for an hour talk about it a vast mandalorian you can't just sneak away we gotta wrap things up and say goodbye <laughs> and that's my horrible accent of trying to do <laughs> a pirate but we thank everybody for joining us on what is actually officially season four. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I remember I remember us talking about it and I think it was Andrew that said, Yeah, if we you know record for a couple months, you know, I'd be I'd be happy. And here we are almost what, two years later? Wow. I mean, as long as they keep producing Star Wars content and or Marvel, we're which is we're always gonna keep going. So That's what I'm saying, gonna, which is always. We're going to have a very busy, busy year. So stay tuned. Stay stay tuned into our our, uh, our radio feed, and we will see you when we talk about. <laughs> our broadcast. Our broadcast. Our broadcast, our broadcast yes. feed. <laughs> and we will talk to you when we talk about episode, oh, no, what, chapter 18. 18. Yeah, chapter 18. We'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram as at Spectre underscore radio and on Facebook as Spectre Radio. Be sure to submit your questions via social media for a chance to hear us answer them on our upcoming segment, Consult the Council. This is Spectre Radio, signing off.